of October. We're recording on the 29th. I'll do the post-production tomorrow and then I'll put it out. Oh. But we have like one saved up podcast so that when she goes on vacation, I can give you guys a podcast when she's away. It'll just be kind of weird and dated, but that's okay. (laughs) Well, if you haven't, if you're not watching and you're listening, we have a really cool visitor with us today. He's kind of like a skeleton with skin with the <laughs> horns coming out of his head and a open cheek. What do you call this guy? I don't know, but he's very like demonic like looking. We also have a little sign that says haunted house and we have chocolate. So if it gets a little ASMR in here with the chocolate, um, happy Halloween! It's a very Canadian thing. Um, to anybody who's listening from Canada, in Australia, they really do not celebrate Halloween. So. I've never been trick-or-treating in my life. And I've never dressed up for Halloween or gone to a Halloween party or done anything like that. Really? So the fact that I'm like sitting here now, we're kind of like celebrating is kind of exciting. Oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yes. It feels, it feels a little bit like Halloween. I don't have a costume. But I think this year I'm just going to... I'm going as a horse rider. Okay, as yeah. an equestrian. Excellent. Yeah. I'm going to go as a Canadian. So, wow, on... that's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> on Halloween, I think I'm going to dress up, like, I'm going to wear, like, a Canada shirt and a Canada flag. And, so like... you look like a hockey goer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my jersey. I have a hockey jersey. I might yeah. wear my, like, Canucks jersey. And um, it, it'll look like, you know, on Australia Day, where the really bogan people are like, Australia, and they... Where all their like yeah. straight flag and like run around in the green and gold and like just have rat tails and drink slap <laughs> and fucking thongs yeah wear my thongs you know <laughs> putting shit on the Barbie <laughs> whatever whatever it's like that except we do it in Canada with red and white it's the same thing what do you eat on Halloween chocolate other than like chocolate no no that's like a thing no, no no just candy. Yeah, when you go to like Halloween parties and stuff, sometimes they have like like food that looks like jello with worms in it or whatever. Like you just make it gross. You Oh my make, goodness. Make fingers that like witch finger cookies. Have and you ever like had poos and wheeze? No, but that sounds hilarious. Right. Do you know what a polywaffle is? No, but you that also pic- sounds hilarious. <laughs> you know a picnic bar? Yeah, yeah. It looks like a picnic bar. Okay. But you put it in a cup of yellow jelly. Okay. So then it looks like poos in, in a wee. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> You could definitely do that for Halloween, for sure. Good. And, um, and like you put like fake eyeballs and things. I mean, like maybe make pasta, spaghetti. And then put like eyeballs and weird I'd things. I'd make like there. black spaghetti. You could do that too. Just because it looks gross. like brains. You want to make it look like brains. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's like lots of different things that you can make, but usually it's just a bunch of people drinking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You should have a Halloween party. I asked him if he wanted to have a Halloween party this year, and he just went for like, do you want to clean that up? And I was like, mm, not even remotely. Do I want to clean that up? Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah, because, like, I know so many people that would be totally into it, because I've never, like, there's just, we don't do that. No. No, I think Daniel would be down. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Daniel would be down to have a Halloween party. Isn't that, like, an excuse to wear some, like, skanky skanky outfit? outfit? Absolutely. But I wouldn't. I would probably go with something, like, scary. I like scary. (laughs) You know what's really funny? A friend of mine went to a party the other day to, to celebrate, like, the Spanish dead or something. It was Day like, of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went there and everyone was dressed up. Mm-hmm. And he messaged me and he's like, there's a watermelon man here. And I was like, I laughed because I thought that was so cool because who dresses up as a watermelon? And then later he told me, you know what? It wasn't a watermelon. It was one of those orange things. I was like, you mean a pumpkin? Ah! Like, yeah. 
So the whole night he was messaging me. He's like, I, I honestly put the do, do not disturb on my phone and it still just does whatever it wants. Tim, I'm recording now. You have big muscles. Oh, like you have massive muscles. Welcome oh to the gun show. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a tank. <laughs> you could be like a bodybuilder or a wrestler. Watch, watch my neck. <laughs> it's you like know what's freaky. Gross? When I lost mm. all the weight, Mmm, all of us do that, don't worry. It's like, have you ever seen a, what's that thing called? Uh, you look like, you totally look like a oh. chick that does, you know the one-off weightlifting comps, like where they just do the bar and they go, hurt. Oh, I did that the other day. You're I did totally a, the right build for I, that. Thank you. I did, um, I did a deadlift, which is just up yeah. to your waist, not up top. I didn't snatch it. Yeah. So the deadlift is up to your waist. Snatch. And snatch. snatch. Oh, snatch. And snatch. And snatch. And snatch. Anyway, yeah. uh, Halloween. Okay, yeah, sorry. A uh, guy standing here. Yes. What We should name him. Something devilish. No. <laughs> Can't name him Fluffy because for the listeners, they don't even get to see, so he's got to have a really evil name. Maybe we can name him evil. something like, Mango, bring that here. Come here. Bring it here. She's chewing literally behind the camera now. It's going to be ASMR. Dog chewing. <laughs> um, yeah, we should name him like Lucifer or Diablo or Diablo. But he's not really the devil. He's just like a demon. Yeah, he's a demon. Um, maybe, maybe, I don't know. But it's not just like Frank. Okay, Frank works. Like I'm Frank down with Frank. 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 Frankenstein was doc the doctor. Frankenstein's monster was Igor. No, Igor was Frankenstein's assistant. <laughs> oh god. Man, this is what you get for not participating in Halloween. You guys don't get any of this lore. It's very important. Who is Milton? I don't remember. Okay. Alrighty, so. Um, we thought for a Halloween-themed podcast, we would do uh, scary things. A really broad term, but things that scare us. And it'll probably end up into horses at some point. But it's a spooky podcast. Yes. And what, can you do that again? Spooky. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no. If we can like boomerang that or something. <laughs> Spoon! Remix it. Yeah. We'll have a new song Somebody's coming gonna... out on the top charts next Yeah. Week. It's going to be a gif at some point. <laughs> <laughs> just be quite like this. Um, yeah. So, so I'll, I was, I kind of started before because I've been listening to some podcasts, podcasts, um, in the car as I'm driving around for work and, so a lot of them have been really spooky themed, and then one of them brought up skinwalkers. Now explain, because when you said that, like I just kind of like it goes over my head. Um, I'm kind of picturing like a zombie. It's not. Or a bug. No. So a skinwalker, you're gonna have to bust out your phone so I can like define it. But a skinwalker. I'm busting it out. So do I just Google skinwalker? Skinwalker, and it'll come up. In Wikipedia, it's quite... Wikipedia, well, it has to be real, I mean... No, but I mean, it's a Cherokee witch that is bad. Cherokee is Indian. Oh, it looks like if... Okay, everyone, it looks like a wolf that's standing upright, and it has horns. Yeah, because they can shapeshift, and then they try and lure you into the woods and shit. They're scary. Okay, let let me like. Okay, can we? No, you gotta you gotta read. Can anyone? Wikipedia. I just wanna like show people. I don't know if people can see that, but it so looks like, like a German Shepherd wolf beast skeleton. So thing. apparently, they can only shape shift into things if they have the pelt of the animal that they want to shape shift into. In Navajo culture, I don't know what Navajo is. A skinwalker. Navajo. Navajo. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I told you I didn't know. Okay. Uh, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. The term is not used for healers. Oh, wow. Yeah, so now, look up. There's like a whole thread on Reddit about people experiencing skinwalkers. Like in real life. Not... So are we just like, okay... Because, like, I'm going to be way. the devil's advocate here and just be like, okay, when people say this, because now this says that they can basically shapeshift into any animal. So does that mean, like, the minute you meet, like, a, a, a vicious animal, you can say, oh, it's a skinwalker? No, Shoots. no, because they're witches. Okay, how, what's the test that defines them? How do you know that that is... is... It because they don't do it very accurately. Like, as soon as you get close enough to them, you can tell that they're not... The animal that they're supposed to be. Like they don't, it's not perfect. Can you smell it? <laughs> <laughs> Can you smell it? I don't know, I've never experienced a skinwalker. But I think, like I'm pretty devoted to this. Like I'm not a huge believer in a lot of um, science fiction-y type stuff. Yeah. But as someone who grew up around a lot of uh, native burial grounds and things like that, there's just like... There is, with, within a culture that old, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that you can't explain. It says here that some can also steal the faces of different people, people and could appear as someone you know. If you accidentally lock eyes with a skinwalker, they, they can, can absorb you. themselves into your body and take control of your actions. Okay, tell me, how is this proved? Like, how would you know? Tell me. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying. What makes you believe in this? Other than like, I'm not, for someone who like doesn't believe witches in. witches or something. Well, I mean, like, I, I believe that there are some, like, witch-ish type things. When you say, okay, witch, like spells and stuff? Like, you, you're, you believe yeah, like, in spells? Yeah, like, like, voodoo-y type more. Or not like... Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. Not like I wiggle my nose and things happen. Yeah. Not people but, like, born with innate powers. Yeah, I think that that could be a little bit of a thing if you're really good at it. As a learned skill? Or as a learned as a spawn? Skill. I think it's a learned skill. You know? What about supernatural? Do you believe, like, I've got, okay, I'll put it out there. I've got some relatives that are all into, um, they, they believe, I've forgotten the name. But um, they can ghosts or talk to ghosts, past, deceased okay. people, clairvoyance. Yeah. Okay, that's the word. So a fair few of my family members are both just. Uh, I've got one that was a professional clairvoyant. Okay, um, and some others that are not, you know, practicing, but they one hundred percent, you know, believe in all of that. Ever had an experience? Yes, I will have a Fredo frog. Thank you. I'm going with the cherry, right? We have a bucket, of course, of chocolate because it's Halloween. Also, these are only Australian chocolates. Except mine. Do you know they have alcohol in them? No, they don't. Yes, they do. Uh-uh. Don't ruin cherry rice for me. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But I heard that they do. Mm -hmm. They're so good. Um... No, it's just like soy and wheat, peanut, okay. tree nuts. Yeah, it doesn't look like any alcohol. Well, at least that's a food you don't have to have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, okay. um, so skinwalkers scare the crap out of me now. Yeah, because I've, now I've learned about them. Mm -hmm. But I also think, you were talking about clairvoyance. I, I'm so skeptical of people who try and sell me things like that, mm -hmm. if they charge money, I am like, no, 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 I am not on this boat. <clears throat> but if someone I trust comes up to me and says like, oh, I had this experience and I can't explain it and it felt evil or it felt not of this world or whatever, like, I'll buy into it depending on how far. Have you ever had an experience? 
Maybe of any kind? Um, not that I can remember. But I remember my grandmother explaining an experience that she had. Like, she was a very religious woman. Mm. Very, very religious woman. And she explained an experience what that she had. What religion she, She's Irish Catholic. Okay. And and she found a lot of, like, strength in her religion, which is great. Like, all power to you. If you're not wrecking other people's lives with it, awesome. And you'll find that even if you don't um, buy into the whole religion thing, a lot of the time you go along and the actual essence of it is just peace or um, yeah. a supportive environment. You yeah. go there and suddenly you have this family feel. You yeah, know? Yeah. So you get there's a lot of positives in all religions, I believe. I think there are some positives and also some great negatives, obviously, because there's a lot of negatives with wow. extremism you just reminded me sorry i have to say this i worked in the city over the weekend yeah and this is i look i am not racist i'm not prejudiced i'm not anything mm -hmm. um you know my history we'll probably get into it on another podcast but there is so much in this world we know already let me put it out there and bring up the whole muslim thing um yeah. I got a lot of friends that are Muslims, so nothing against it at all. But they were celebrate. They had massive festivals in the city, and there was police everywhere, and massive speakers and everything. And the amount of people that are just horrified now, like they, they, you know, they they comment on a suitcase. The amount of jokes that come out. Yeah. But honestly, the environment, like being. Like there were thousands walking around the city with loudspeakers everywhere and everything and because it's all over the news And you're bombarded by all this stuff about terrorism. Yeah, they don't separate the fact that terrorism is its own thing Yeah, they link it so closely with the religion. Yeah instead of extremism So you're in the city and every time you pass them I have to admit I was hold like a bit unsure but I, I don't know where that came from because I'm not... I get the same way only when it comes to Catholicism. <laughs> you know, I grew up with Catholics around me all the like time. My dad's like that. He had bad experiences, but he was born Catholic. Yeah, so Catholic people oftentimes, like, very devout. Anybody who's extreme freaks me right out. Anybody who's extreme freaks me out. But that's neither here nor there. I guess that's something that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Violent religious extremism. <laughs> yeah. Religious extremism scares me. Um, yeah, so what I feel about the the Navajo experience is different in the sense that I feel oftentimes with really ancient religions and ancient areas have a lot more spookiness. Oh, my grandmother, yeah, she told me about an experience that she had as a religious woman and she was she wasn't really like 100% sold yet she was young kind of a teenager and she was laying in her bed and she had kind of gone through an experience where it like questioned her faith a little bit and she started to fall asleep and then all of a sudden she felt really warm and she opened her eyes and in front of her on the wall there was a gigantic cross in red with two side bitties like you know how the cross has one long one down the center and it had two on the side and she felt that the second line was herself she had this feeling that it was like her and that she was part of the religion not not because it was a choice but because it was actually like part of who she was and then from then on she always really felt like intertwined with her religion and i found that really neat like be having someone kind of expressed that to me whether that's like a paranormal experience or like whatever it's hard to know with those kinds of things it's like is it your brain i think yeah. like sometimes you know how you have when i was a kid i used to have these reoccurring dreams like the exact same dream i remember one i was like i don't know if if, if i've made this part up maybe i used to call it the superman dream i would be in my bed and my bed would just fly up really quickly and then it would spin around in circles and drop and just keep dropping. And yeah. it felt like the dream only went for like three or four seconds. Like it was a very, very quick dream, but it took up the whole night and then I'd wake up. And that was like a reoccurring dream I used to have as a kid, like 
all the time. Interesting. Don't know where it came from. It was the exact same dream. I had another one that I remember. It was, and my whole family was in it. And we'd start off by swimming in a lake in tube tires. And then we get called to like this uh, room, ancient room that didn't have a roof with these big stone carvings. And there was this guy that stood up the front dressed in a costume. And we all had to play Simon Says. And the person that got it wrong got killed. And I oh. was always the last one standing oh. playing Simon Says. And that was another reoccurring dream I had at least once a week. For a good ten years, like wild. That's crazy. But those did it things... scare you? No. Interesting. Did you ever have like nightmares? I can't put my finger on any that I remember having like reoccurringly or anything like that. The nightmares I have in as adult, as sorry, as an adult are they're not nightmares like people chasing me and killing me. Yeah. Um, they're often, like, I wake up, and it'll be something about, like, my boyfriend's cheated on me or something like right. that, and I will lie there, and I'm still crying, like, you kind of, like, half asleep, and I'm stressing, and I'm figuring out how I'm going to deal with this pain and everything. It takes me a good hour to, yeah. to refocus and say, oh, it was a dream. Yeah. Like, I'm still awake, but it was so real to me that I have to, like, yeah. you know, and, and I could... I have to vent, like I have to call and be like, hey, I just had this dream and he has to like reassure me that that, that didn't, didn't happen, happen yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, when I was a kid, I almost exclusively had nightmares. Wow. Like I, from before I was kind of 24, I almost exclusively had nightmares. Are you of the belief that dreams mean something? I don't know if they mean something. Like, I understand that... So I went to university and I studied some psychology and stuff like that. Um, and what the studies that I looked at and things like that really defined it as, as your brain being able to be better at whatever was going on. You know, so, like, if you went to bed playing a video game, you may go to bed dream about something completely different, but when you come back to that video game, oftentimes you will be better at it because your brain is actually creating pathways to make you better at the task that you were challenged with. What do they call it when people can like literally control their dreams? Lucid dreaming, Lucid I've done dreaming. that. Yeah. Yeah, like it is the only time that I've ever been able to like control a dream uh, because I was having these recurring nightmares like continuously and then I turned into a teenager and a friend of mine who used to take way too many hallucinogens was like, you should try lucid dreaming. You'll be able to control your dreams, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay. So I did a lot of study and tried and eventually succeeded in lucid dreaming. But it did not change my dreams from, like, they would all start out fine. I'm flying or I'm doing something. I'm like, cool, I got this. They'd still end in a way that was horrific. <laughs> like, what there was just think? no way that I could control well, the dream. Because often they say, like, because it's, like, uh, an uh, unconscious thing, that it's subconsciously uh, trying to deal with stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think that's relative to your, you? Perhaps you were going through things and they were, like, your well, brain unconsciously trying to figure things process out? Process different things and trying to work it out. Maybe, maybe that's like my brain was just like, these are terrible things. Sort your life out. <laughs> I don't know. But obviously built, it builds pathways for you to be better at whatever challenges you have during the day. I don't know. It's weird. What things really scare you though? Like cheating. Oh, like, like people cheating on you. Yep. Like scares you. Yep. Like to, to the point like that will... Just the slightest thought of it can ruin a week for me. Wow. Even people I don't care about. Like, the, the, the unknown scares me. I have big anxiety issues, so, like, not knowing something is enough to, like, scare me. Like, But do you have any fears like needles or spiders or no. not just emotional fears? Yes. Wow. Like, I'm rock solid. 
I will, like, someone's like, oh my god, there's a spider, and I, I'll be scared, but I'm so, like, super, I'm going to prove myself, like, I'm yeah. not scared, I'm tough, and I'll just do it just to kind of prove myself, but everything, like, emotional, can't do. Wow. Like, I'm also scared of, this sounds obvious, but, like, I'm scared of serial killers. Like, I'm actually scared... <laughs> Of serial killers, in the sense that, I guess in the same way that you're scared of the unknown, that they just don't have, like, a method that they choose you. That's not true. Serial killers do have methods. Yeah, but sometimes they just, like, pick whoever they want. You know? It's not like, oh, I put myself... to hurt them for them to do something. Or, or it's not like I put myself in a dangerous situation. How, okay, you explain know? to me how this is a real fear to you, though, like, on, like, a daily. But it's not a fear on the daily. It's only when I think about it, obviously. But, I mean, I could be just walking in the grocery store, and if somebody, like, walks past me, and they you look kind smell. of, like, sad, I, like, smile at them, and I smell them. <laughs> <laughs> you smell like a serial killer. <laughs> By no. the way, we have discussed that she has this intuition where she smells things. It's not, on I would think it's an intuition. It's a taste. Sorry. It's like a it's like a pheromone thing. Yeah. It's different. Like when people have a period and stuff. It's different. But um but I think that's on the podcast, not this one or the last one or the one before. I think it's on the one that I'm saving for when you're on vacation. Okay. We'll so discuss that later. You'll be you'll probably hear about that later. But yeah, like like what if I smile at them because I smile at everybody and then they like in their head they change that and then like it just oh. or what if I don't smile at them and then they want to kill me like what if they just choose to kill me <laughs> I don't want to die <laughs> I don't know serial killers scare me serial killers scare me and skinwalkers scare me <laughs> and yeah that that's that's it no no lots of things scare me. I'm a big baby. <laughs> but I, I know, I know. Okay, what about things that you have, um, like things that scare you, like because of past experience? So both of us have had some pretty traumatic things happen in our lives. Yeah. So like, um, I'm only going to bring this up because I know, and it, you know, you've told me before you have like a, it's even something takes over your body. With the jumping, mm. yeah. you're like, you freeze, and yeah. it's not something you can handle, but that's because you had a bad fall. Yeah, and, well, and, like, not going on the topic of, like, freezing is a real one, mm. and it kind of digresses, obviously. Train rail. We don't digress. Never, never. No. Um, the dreaming thing. Have you ever had one of those dreams where you wake up and you can't move? No, what's that called? And they get stuck. Nightmare... Sleep paralysis. That's it. Yeah. I've only had that once, but it was, like, terrifying. I have a friend that has that happen to Freak her a lot. Him. Oh, yeah. that would be so... That breaks my heart. <gasps> I don't know oh. how scared I would be. Like... That breaks my heart. It depends what... What actually... Ha- like, you're awake, you just can't move. Yeah. I, I had only happened to me for a little bit. I was quiet, too. Pop. And then I was okay. Is anything scary happening in your head while it's happening? Yeah. I can't move and I can't talk. And that's it. <laughs> yes, that yeah, usually is the thing that scares me. <laughs> yes. No, I was thinking like maybe like, you know, some, like if you were Someone's still... Someone's going to get me. Yeah. And then you can't move. That would be even scarier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That happens to me in dreams where I can't move or I can't yell for help. And somebody's trying to get See, me. The psychologist in me just wants to like totally... Go for it. Through that. Go for it, bro. <laughs> you know, that could be like, that. that's what I was saying before about how um, uh, dreaming could be a way of like sorting through stuff. Like maybe the fact that you couldn't move, it's a, like you screaming for, like needing the help but not able to find it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I don't know, there's a lot. There's a lot of baggage that goes along with, and, and, and sleep paralysis and sleep, you know, really trying to to kind of sort through your dreams and stuff. I, I thought about it for a long time where I go, oh, like, you know. And some of my dreams would start out pretty good and then just turn to shit. <laughs> mm. 
like I'd fly or you know like I'd meet cool people or whatever flying goes flat no people would chase me it's always people chasing me for the most part people trying to get me I'd love to oh in a bad way yeah like they want to kill me or they want to kill my family or they want to kill like and, and, and you never sit down and go where is this coming from no <laughs> but maybe that's why I'm so scared of serial killers because they're like everybody's gonna kill me <laughs> also I watched a lot of serial killer stuff when I was young I was into that I still am see that's the other thing like I I love a good like scary movie but for mm -hmm. me the only scary movie is like um kind of suspensey like what do they call them like jump scares kind of Oh, I like that's what they but call not them. gory ones. No, that completely like I zone out. It mm. ruins the whole thing for me. The minute someone gets a chainsaw or I see someone like cut and it's like right in your face, yeah. I just I lose any right. fear that I had. Oh, I. Do you ever play video games with jump scares? That's a big thing too. Yeah. Ooh, there's a lot of. I get lost in video games. Me too. Three-dimensional? Can't do it. I My sense of direction is so bad that I just, like, I remember when I was younger, I begged for a Nintendo. I wanted the Mario that runs across the screen, yeah. like the old-fashioned, like, 2D yeah. one. And my dad thought he was being really good and went out and bought a 64, yeah. and I hated it. Yeah, because <laughs> it was, like, multifaceted. It was 3D, and I can't, I can't figure work out, out I where I am, so... It's funny because I used to play a lot of World of Warcraft. Sometimes I do still, but not a whole ton anymore because I don't have time. But I used to play like a lot of World of, a lot of, World of Warcraft for years and years and years. And any of my friends, I'm probably going to tag them in the post of this. Because any of my friends that played World of Warcraft with me know that I'm like, doodly, doodly, ooh, shiny flower. Ooh, where my friends go? Ooh, I'm lost. And I was always a person that you needed. <laughs> you know, so I would be the healer of our group. <laughs> and everybody's like fighting shit. And I'm like, oh, there's a bunny. And then I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. You guys are dead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like not even in combat yet. You know, like I'm like way over there. And people would be trying to jump through things. And I'm like, I can't do this, guys. And they're like, just wait. And we'll like teleport you up here. <laughs> I just thought of something. Yeah, go for it. I'm scared of the future, legitimately. Oh, like like the uncertainty of it? Yeah. yeah. Like on a daily. Without, like, I'm scared that where I am now is not okay. And um, there's no way to recover that. There is, that is truly the spookiest thing you could have seen. Spooky! <laughs> I am terrified of the future. <laughs> like, honestly, so terrifying as a whole, like truly terrifying. It's more like now that I said that, I'm just going to get worse because there is legit, like I, even if tomorrow is really good, I will work myself up because I can't change yesterday. Really? Like I can't change the fact that I am 30 and where I am now, even if the rest of it goes in the right direction, I'm still 10 years behind what I thought I would be. But why don't you just, like, enjoy right now? <laughs> that sounds like such a... <laughs> well, hey, Mango, you should have not come into my space then, dude. She gets mad at me. We should have, like, a... F okay, what's something else he's scared of with... Okay. Family? Okay, I'm... I'm scared... Family? I don't know. I'm not scared of my family. Nothing? Your own family having kids. <gasps> I'm not ever going to have kids, so that's cool. Okay. Um, like, I'm not, yeah, like, I'm not afraid of of anything like that. Biggest fear, biggest fear in horses. Kidding. Jumping. Yeah, just straight up. Drop it. What's your biggest fear in your family? Family. Judgment. Oh, like your family's gonna judge you? Yeah. But you're rad. Just like, I 
feel like yeah disappointing disappointment like all the time so Why? like i don't know it's just always hard so like yeah what what do you why do you like i think you're rad thank you why why do you think you're disappointing oh no it could be like anything it's like if someone asks me to do something i find it very uh, and i can't for some reason i will be scared to say no right Ew. <laughs> that Everyone was... hear that? She just like ew. Cracked in there. I didn't mean to crack. Well, I kind of did. I was just trying to stretch it, and then I went Bleh. spooky. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's. What's your biggest riding fear? Cross country. Whose is it? Actually, you know, like I had a bad couple days the other day well a little while ago you know they look like mango's nipples those little things on his <laughs> on his chin that makes me feel better because right now that i was thinking they were kind of like big knobbly warts yeah we're talking about frank ellen frank. skeleton friend he's got chin things and they look like mango's nipples it's very odd whatever um he so has something that looks rather rude in the middle of his forehead he sure it does. Like a, it look, there's a word for it. It's called yonic. You know how things are phallic when they look like men genitals? When they look like lady genitals, it's called yonic. Okay. Fun fact. It looks very That yonic. could have been a name for him. Yonic. Yonic. Great. Great name. Gone from Frank to yonic. Okay, so um, what's your next fear question? Oh, no. I was going to say, like, I had a bad run. Like, I had... Um, one day I just touched on a horse and it did a buck and a rear and another buck and I came off and it was like the first time in years that I'd come off. Mm -hmm. And then two days later I got on another horse and it reared and fell backwards and squashed me against the fence. So having those things happen put this distinct fear into me that a horse was going to rear every time I got on it. And I really noticed how much it affected me for about a week. Yeah. Like it really affected me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and it head. actually caused problems because I realized that because of my anxiety toward that, I was maybe a little apprehensive or not pushing through things or not mm -hmm. pushing a right button or pushing a different button because I was scared of pushing another button. Yeah. And so it potentially could have caused something worse. Yeah. So how badly do you think fear affects our lives? Then? Oh, hugely. Hugely. I think fear is a gigantic, gigantic part of our life. So, um, for anybody who doesn't know, I suffered from anxiety really badly um, after I stopped drinking. And then it increasingly got worse. And I Did you drink to help with anxiety? I think looking back on it now, yes. But I, I don't think that that was part of... I think, I think alcoholism is its own topic as well. Mm. But whatever. So no matter how much I exercised, ate well, slept enough, had a routine, did all of the things, you know, and, and talked myself, made sure that I was going through all the different stages. Every time I got anxious, I went through everything and like talked myself down. It, it never worked. Mm. And then it increasingly got worse to the point where I was having panic attacks in the grocery store and had to leave my shopping trolley with Tim and had to, I just had to leave. Like I couldn't. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that day in particular, thank you, I'll take that as well. Um, that day in particular, Tim and I decided, okay, maybe we should go to the doctor and talk to him about it. And, and he said, yeah, it sounds like you're doing all the right things. And and maybe you should try some medication. I was like really apprehensive about it. And mm, yeah. and I had taken medication before for ADHD and it didn't work out well for me. Um, and then I started taking the medication. He was like, just take as little as you want and you know, we can work it out from there. And I found a lot of the absolutely irrational part of my anxiety was gone. And I still felt anxious sometimes in reasonable situations, but I could use the tools that I had been trying to use forever 
to get myself, to talk myself down. Slowed it down a little bit enough. Enough for me to rein it in, you know. And and then I found when I wasn't as afraid, it changed who I was a little bit. Not like who I am, am, but who I I was in this in regards to other people. So I was always so terrified of what people thought of me or if they were serial killers or whatever. They Could I have like a tendency to kill people? Mm. I don't know. Could you? <laughs> Do you want to kill people? Do you want to kill me? Don't kill me. <laughs> I just wondered if I planted the seed if you would start like... No. No? No. I, you're going to sleep in my house. I don't that like... Serial I don't smell it. Vibe. <laughs> no, no, I don't know what a serial killer vibe is. I've never met one. That's well, also I, terrifying. Well, the thing is, like, I think if you do meet one, you probably won't live to tell the story. So. No, well, neither here nor there. Yeah. Back at it. So, like, I was at the, I was at the gas station, and I was pumping gas. Here we call it petrol. I was pumping diesel into my diesel vehicle. And, um, wait, they still call diesel gas? Yeah, we call everything gas. So how do you know what you have? Like, if someone's like, hey, you put gas in my car, and you're like, okay, and it's diesel, how would you know? You would know because the car's diesel. Just like here, when you say petrol. Can you put petrol in a car? Yeah, because we would go put, like, unleaded. But if someone, you would say gas petrol or diesel yeah but i mean like you call it a petrol station even though it provides all three of those services yeah we call it a gas station even though it provides two of those services because nothing actually runs on gas in canada really yeah it's so crazy. okay yeah neither here nor there again i'm <laughs> pumping the diesel into yeah. my car i'm holding my phone in my hand not using it the lady shuts off my pump normally I would be pumping my diesel and that would make me horrendously anxious because I would feel guilt and I would feel like that woman was mad at me and all of this stuff I would feel like oh crap I just broke the rules you know like I would get anxious mm -hmm. but I didn't go to anxiety town I went all the way to anger town <laughs> so that was like let's skip over anxiety town I'm all the way here lady I wasn't using my phone and I was like fully mad and I just went Canadian mad on her I went up and I looked at my phone, I got out of my wallet exactly what it was, and I put it on the counter, and I said, thank you. And then I walked away. <laughs> I was like, I am Canadian mad. <laughs> Canadian mad. Thank you. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I have all of your toys, and you don't get anything because you just chew on them. And then it makes the whole podcast about you chewing on your toys. Menu. Yeah, so that's... You know, something that's, I guess, fear. When it, when you take fear out of the equation for me, I just went all the way to anger town. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I found a way to kind of sort through that. I don't know if I would be, like, if there was a home invasion, I don't know where I would sit. Would I go to, like, save me, Tim? Or would I go to, like, gun show? Or, like, what would I do? I think I would totally. Have you ever have you ever had a circumstance like that where somebody's walked into your house? No, but I was just trying to like I've been um, in a situation in a in a in a bad situation um, for a long period of time, and I went completely submissive. So right. I was trying. I I just thought about that then I was like what would I do and I would like to think that I would do the whole kill the spider thing and just be like get my hero like because I you know I have a, a hero complex as well like yeah. I worked for St. John's Ambulance for a while and um, did a fair bit there and I never thought twice about you know CPR and all of that like yeah. I was totally on it yeah and I thought I was it a bit you know yeah. so when I think about someone like breaking in, I'm trying to think, what would I do? Would I go into that like superhero mode, like, or would I completely crumble and play dead on the floor? I don't know. Like, my mom and I had someone break into our house and steal our computer when computers were like the new thing. Mm. You know, when when do you remember MSN? Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Yahoo Chat. And Yahoo Chat. And like, like there's a lot yeah. of MSN sounds that totally are super. Ooh. The dial-up tone. The dial-up. <laughs> like that stuff. Oh. Can you like Google the MSN chat sounds? Because I feel like that is a radio show sound. You get so many feels. Um, um, yeah, so they broke into our house and stole our computer. And I remember feeling really unsafe for a while in the fact that like our house was broken into. And it definitely didn't make me feel like a warrior. It made me feel like totally exposed. Just totally exposed. What did it, what? I typed in MSN sounds that came up with man sounds. What? You need to have me your phone, lady. I don't think you're using it right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, yes. Give me all of this. Everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Those sounds are so, like... That's another thing, like a legit telephone. Yeah. No one has that, well, some people do. But I was gonna be like, remember when the phone used to ring? Like you had a phone plugged into, plugged the, into wall. the wall. Now you don't even have that. Like you've got them on your list. body all the time. Yeah. Um, do you, do you remember the rotaries? Yeah. We never had one. Oh, my friend had one at her house. Yeah, I think we I were born the same year, girl. <laughs> I think it's yeah. I had, I think I used one. I struggled a bit. Yeah, rotary phones. Man, I can't even. <laughs> Kids these days get to use tablets and stuff at school. That blows my mind. So my nephew has autism, and a huge part of um like treatments and everything is all about like all the programs that you can get them on ipads and so oh. the government like uh has all these big initiatives to fund buying ipads with all these crazy programs to help with like learning or help with communication and all kinds of stuff whoa that's yeah. wild like i just couldn't even imagine that that's like a thing <gasps> do you remember going to school and they had those the original Mac computers. Boom. No. No, did you not go to school with like the original Macs? They were like gray and they had like the rainbow apple symbol on them. And we used to have them at school. And and we would play SimCity all the time on them. <laughs> I the only I remember having to do IT in school and they were just really old computers. Oh, I got my stuff on my pants. Yeah. So what other spooky, so other than paranormal, have you had a paranormal experience? No. No. And I was, I'm the only one in my family that hasn't. Interesting. Do yeah. you like buy into the rest of your family's experiences? Some of them are nice to think of, you know, like um, I was really close with my uh my grandfather and um and my sister said that she'd seen him um somebody else said you know in a reading that she had done that he was her kind of guide um and i was jealous oh <laughs> um but i've wanted to you know what i've really wanted to do even if I don't, because I'm pretty skeptical of most things, um, but I've really wanted to do a past life regression. Just interesting. Just to do it, like not because I'm like once I hear it. Like I have a friend that goes and sees a clairvoyant all the time. Her name's Claire, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but she literally she'll live her life by this. Like she goes to get advice. Really. And she lives her life by it. Like wow, one hundred percent, whatever they say. But um, yeah, past life regression. So uh, my sister and her husband had one done, and 
they 100% are all on board with that whole thing, believe that the stories completely make sense about different lives that they had. Wow. Um, they were in it together in every single one, apparently. Um, mm. And they it, it explained reasons why they have certain fears Interesting. today. So they, yeah. you know, that's why they, they did it, because people believe that, you know, maybe in a past life they had a certain experience, which now leaves them with this personality trait now. Right. Do you yeah. have to, do you feel like, do you buy into that as well, or no? I don't know. I, like I said, I'm pretty skeptical of most things. Like, I go to a doctor and he tells me something and I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. So, right. like, um, I, I just think it would be interesting to see what they come up with, whether it's a story or not. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be down because I'm also very skeptical of, like, when people take my money. Always very skeptical. Yeah. So I just Googled some stories um, because I wanted to see if one of them would come up, the one that scared me the most. Skinwalker? Yes! <laughs> because I'm on the Skinwalker train! They my nose me? is so itchy. Right? I apologize for everyone that is watching, but my face is really itchy. It's probably because you've taken all the stuff. Yeah, I'm really noticing. Um, okay. Um, this is not the one I wanted, I don't think. Hold on. I'm trying to find the one that I wanted. Um, um do, 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 do. I'll just read the first one, because I think I remember it, but it was freaky deaky. Okay. Anybody that's been to the Navajo reserva Reservation has probably heard some creepy things or had experienced creepy things, namely skinwalkers. I have only seen one. Here's my story. So, like, there's a lot of reservations around where I... <laughs> okay, drunkie. Um, around where I uh, kind of grew up. And also there's a lot of, like, old grave burial sites and stuff like that. My mom... Um, worked on one as a archaeological field assistant. Wow. What a title. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And she, she went to the same uni as me and like did it at the same time I was there. It was very cool. Oh. Um, and she, they saged her afterwards at our, at our university. They like, did a saging and stuff like that to like make sure that they weren't taking anything out of the grounds with them and stuff. It was really neat. Mom said it was a really great experience. So there's a lot of culture there that's really cool. I come from a small town in northern Arizona that's sandwiched between the Petui Reservation to the north and the U.S.'s largest Navajo reservation to the south. My high school being so small that A, A1 high school that has on average 80 students enrolled every year b always had to travel south about five to ten hours this is weird setup five to ten hours one way to play together at a high school any sport this means that we traveled a lot on the navajo reservation and we used usually stayed at hotels where we would head out to play and come home in the morning but this trip was a little bit different i remember the basketball coach saying that the school didn't have enough money to put up the teams in a hotel that trip, so we were going to be on the road for a total of 12 hours. I was on, I was the only male senior to play basketball that season. We had just got done playing our game and headed home on our bus. This was big blue in quotations. We were headed out and it wasn't long, about two hours of driving before we had entered the reservation. By this time, everyone was asleep, with it being about 2 o'clock in the morning. When we had crossed the reservation's border, I noticed the bus driver had sped up and was now going about 85 miles per hour, which is quite a few kilometers an hour. It's like, yeah, it's like 150 or something. It's a lot. Yeah. I thought this was a little bit weird because I've never exceeded, he never exceeded the speed limit, at least not in my high school career. For some reason, don't touch my toes. Freaks me right out. I can only touch my toes. I'm the only one. <laughs> um, 
For some reason, I couldn't fall asleep. Don't even look at them. Stop. I was looking at the phone. Okay. <laughs> For some reason. Someone's got issues. I, I couldn't fall asleep like the rest of my teammates. I just sat at the back of the bus staring across the desolate desert landscape that was all lit up by the full moon. As I looked out, I could see a figure running towards the bus at an angle of pursuit and keeping up with the bus at 85 miles an hour. As the figure got closer, I saw that it was a humanoid form. As a matter of fact, it looked exactly like a human, only that it had a face that was painted half black and half white with glowing eyes. Glowing eyes like a rabbit's eyes reflecting in the night from the spotlight. I immediately thought, holy crap, it's a skinwalker. Who thinks that? <laughs> Who knows about these things except me? <laughs> Why would that be a first thought? The skinwalker ran up to the edge of the road and just kept pace with the bus, hurdling, hurdling sagebush and rocks while it was staring at me. After I made eye contact with the thing, I could not look away. Absolute capital letters. It was as if someone was holding my head in that place. The skinwalker just smiled at me with its inhumane smile that went ear to ear, showing crooked yellow pointed teeth. I felt like I was going to throw up and I was panicked panicking through the whole ordeal. The skinwalker started to crum, crumple down on all fours, still keeping up with the bus. I could see its bones crack and reform. Hair started appearing all over the skinwalker's body, and in about three seconds, it was now a coyote and ran off back into the desert out of view. As soon as it was gone, I ran to the onboard bathroom and puked a mixture of food and blood. I didn't want to tell anyone for fear that they would think I was crazy. I confided in my Navajo friend. She told me that I indeed, that I needed to see the chief who was also, who also happened to be a friend of mine and I, and get a blessing. I saw him the next school day in the parking lot. He just came up to me and mumbled something in Navajo while waving a feathered scepter like thing turned around and got in his truck and drove away. To this day, I haven't seen another skinwalker. It might be due to the fact that I moved away from the town and the reservation. And I, and if I do have to go south, I go way around. So what is a skinwalker's prerogative? They're like bad witches. So they, they're, they want to go after a particular thing or do they have a reason or or they just want to like possess you for a short time like what is their do they want to kill you i think they're just people like any other people except they are witches and so their prerogative is their own prerogative but they're evil so yeah well they're like dark like magic fun chase after bosses and his prerogative with her would be what no, it was a dude. That's where he was in the... Oh, sorry. It was um, a man. Him, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just not sure what their main thing is. Like, is it... It's obviously not to, like, kill people as such. Is it I just... don't think so. I think they just, like, as shapeshifters, like, what do you... What do you want out of life? Like, did he do that for, like, shits and giggles? Because it said, like, he smiled. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't, when things like are terrifying, I don't really question why they happen. It's like a serial killer. Why did you choose black magic? Why? Why did you choose to be a shapeshifter? Why do you choose did to- Did they choose it? So it's like yeah. they're possessed. Okay. Yeah, they choose it. Okay. And, and in Navajo culture, I believe, as soon as you choose something like that, like that course of life, you are no longer, um, like viewed as a human being and you're allowed to be killed by anyone really yeah like if you if you decide to go down that path you just you're not allowed like you're just really not allowed wow. so like like salem witch trials style like yeah. you're a witch all right now we kill you <laughs> and and that's fine well, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, by the culture that that's the case. But I don't think very many people would choose, like, to be a skinwalker. Why would you choose that? 
because you're a psychopath. <laughs> I guess like cannibalism, like why would you choose Why would that? you choose that? Yeah. That people are into that. Yeah. And and like it's not like it's a black magic thing. Like it's not like a good Is it Satanism? Satanism. Satanism. Yeah. Like why would you choose that? Yeah, I guess it's yeah. more people choose to do things because they think it's different. Maybe so they're like, Oh, I want to go the opposite. Yeah, they're looking for that. Hi, guys. So, we had some technical difficulties after this section of the podcast, but we it didn't get any more interesting, so it's not that exciting. We actually sat there for another half hour having a discussion about skinwalk, <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.